0: Before we get started, we just wanted to thank you for all your support. Join us on Patreon for exclusive bonus content and make sure to subscribe, rate and review. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Carried Away Podcast. Let's get into the episode. Hello and welcome everyone to another episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today, we are discussing Season 2, Episode 5 no ifs Mm -hmm. ands or buts are you ready always any comments you'd like to make before anything you'd like to get off your chest any thoughts feelings emotions no i'm pretty i'm excited can we just say it aiden yeah in season two episode five no ifs ands or buts (laughs) stop laughing i'm not (laughs) Ellen's laughing at me okay aired July 9th the year 2000 so the episode was directed by Nicole Holofcener and written by Michael Patrick King so start the episode with the credits and instantly as the episode starts we see on the screen it says guest starring John Corbett and I was like oh my god oh this my god mm-hmm. oh my god this is it like I didn't realize it was this early into yeah. um did I have I been seeing season two because I've just looked up and my notes <laughs> say season two do you know what we will find out whenever you edit yeah I will I apologize because I don't know why we're not in season two we're in season three I'm so sorry I don't know why my note says season two Anyway. you do not click on the wrong episode we are in season Yes, three. please bear with so we start the episode with the Carrie voiceover and she says one of the reasons some people still risk the possible horror of a first date is the possible magic of the goodnight kiss at the front door so she says the world slows down just for a second and some people take that hopeful lean into a possible future together so we see Charlotte ending a date with somebody going in for the goodnight kiss and he literally like licks her face like it's not a kiss at all mm. and I don't know in what world he thought it, this was acceptable. I don't know how but he got at that face. age and didn't and nobody told him that that was wrong I I uh, yeah that that is concerning mm-hmm Because it doesn't even resemble a kiss by anyone's definition. No. But it's tragic. It's very very confusing, yeah. So then we cut to the girls at dinner, and instantly as it cuts to them, they're all just going, Ew!
1: (laughs) And Charlotte's (laughs) like,
0: he licked my teeth. And she's telling them, Sam's like, I don't get it, did he want to kiss you or floss you? (laughs) I was like, Wow. (laughs) Um, but they're talking about bad kisses, and the different types of bad kisses. and Samantha says that you have to dump a guy who is a bad kisser she says if the tongue just lays there what is the dick gonna do <laughs> oh god the, I mean she's not wrong <laughs> but, but she's not wrong she's not wrong to Mystic saying you know we can practice and but Sam is like I know <laughs> I bless ever. her but Sam is like no and then Miranda makes some comment about his tongue being in her stomach. And then they all again go, Ew. Oh. Like it's so But it's like a it's like a young teenager kind of conversation. Like he doesn't know how to kiss, and they're all like, Ew. Yeah. The chef comes over and says, I'm gonna cause they're kind of making noise, and she says, I'm gonna have to ask you ladies to quiet down. Carrie in the voiceover says, Adina Williams was my newspaper's former food editor, and chef and proud owner of Fusion, a restaurant whose speciality was a mingling of trendy food with soul food. She comes over and is talking to the girls and they're all like having this great conversation and then her brother comes over and she says, oh right, this is my brother. He brings a lot of musical contacts into the restaurant and his name is Siobhan and he's been he'd been at one of Samantha's events previously and they recognize each other but she gives him her card and is like you know if you ever need me for a party or something else <laughs> she doesn't actually say that but that's that's yeah, that's, the that's, that's the tone she said yeah. it. yeah so he leaves and all the girls are like oh my god how beautiful is he and sam is like i'm gonna get me some of that then we cut to carrie's apartment And she says in the voiceover, the next day I had just settled down with a coffee cup full of fresh coffee and a coffee table full of fresh fashion magazines. When, and then the door goes and it's Stanford. And he tells Carrie that there is a beautiful man downtown selling furniture. And he says, we're going. And Carrie is like, no, like my afternoon, I was gonna like read, you know, these magazines and just chill and she says I'm not dropping everything just to go and see some cute guy and then Aiden shows her a picture from see? the newspaper sorry <laughs> I'm in Aidenland <laughs> I'm in Land. then Stanford shows her a picture from the paper and she instantly says like I'll get my purse <laughs> like <laughs> she she was not about to go and then she sees the picture and she's like ah, yeah okay then we see Stanford and Carrie at the furniture shop and Stanford says, you know, if you see anything you like, just tell them that you're a designer so you get a discount. And then they both spot Aiden. Carrie says in the voiceover, his name was Aiden Shaw. He was warm, masculine, and classic American, like his furniture. So Stanford says to Carrie, like, go and get him. He's perfect for you. As Carrie sort of walks over, Stanford then like clearly spots somebody for him and he goes off like they both go off to find people. It says that his name was Marty Mendelson. He was warm, stylish, and classic gay, just like his outfit. So Stanford goes off to speak to Marty um, when Pete, which is Aiden's dog, comes along like runs over to Carrie and starts humping a leg <laughs> it's just like out of nowhere I know how embarrassing would you I know that and she's like trying to push the dog off when a dog is like determined to hump your leg like I'm sorry like good luck yeah but Aiden comes over he says to Carrie look to his credit he only picks the best looking ladies and he introduces himself he says I shouldn't let him run around the store And she's like, oh, this is your store. I had no idea. (laughs) And Carrie in the voiceover says that as soon as I heard the lie come out of my mouth, I knew I was kind of interested. So Mm -hmm. they start talking about this chair and he says how he took the leather from an old car seat and he says, feel this. And he takes Carrie's hand and like slides it down the chair. carrie is instantly like i'll take it (laughs) (laughs) even though carrie does not give a fuck about this nor can she afford it we know that yeah exactly yeah and then carrie in the voiceover says i wasn't really in the market for a big leather chair no shit but suddenly i had to have whatever it was that i just felt so she quickly checks the price and instantly is like i'm a designer carrie bradshaw Carrie Bradshaw designs. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So he gives her a new price, including the designer discount. And then he's, he also knocks some off for dog humiliation. And she says, how quickly can I get it? And he says, I'll get it to you by the end of the week. And Carrie says in the voiceover that in New York City retail lingo, that meant I kind of like you too. Oh. So he's like, yeah. So he's like, okay, I just have a few questions where do you want it delivered? And can I take you out for dinner? Carrie in the voiceover says, the dog humping aside, it was one of those perfect New York Saturdays. <laughs> then we see Miranda arrive home and Carrie continues and says, "An uptown at Miranda's, Steve was having an even better Saturday. So she comes home and Steve is like absolutely buzzing. And he's like so excited. And he tells Miranda that he won a competition to try and win a million dollars by shooting a half court shot at a Knicks game. And he's so excited yeah. and he's like, he's, he's you know, dreaming about he's gonna win this million dollars because he's gonna do this amazing thing and he's all very optimistic. But Miranda just kind of says that, you know, don't get your hopes up. And Steve says, um, let me show you how great I am. Let's go down to the court right now and she's like, no, I, I believe you. You've, you've got the moves. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, woo. And he says, seeing is believing. So promise you will come down to the court next weekend and see me shoot. And she promises. And he's like a kid. And he's like, woo. Like he's just like <laughs> on another planet. And he is. Yeah. He's like, he's like a big kid. Then we cut to Magnolia Bakery where. Oh yes. Yes. If you have listened and if you if you haven't you should go listen to mine and ellen's um new york city carried away sex in the city filming location tour because this is one of the iconic locations that Mm -hmm. we went to yeah yes so we see carrie and miranda sat on the bench outside and carrie tells miranda about her crush which is obviously aiden and Miranda's like, oh, you haven't had a crush in a while, not since Big. And Carrie says, Big wasn't a crush. He was a crash." <laughs> At least you can admit it. That's true. And Miranda says she is crush proof. She hasn't had a crush in ages. And Carrie says, what about Steve? And she says, oh, God, right. I forgot about my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> is that normal? <laughs> and Carrie's like, you're asking me? And then Miranda tells Carrie about Steve. We are pausing the podcast to let you know that we are on Patreon. Yes! Woohoo! You can now become a member of the Carried Away family and get exclusive content, voting privileges, early access, and much, much more. There are two memberships to choose from, the Carrie and the Samantha the link is in the show notes. We hope to see you there. And obviously this million dollar competition that he's, he's been going on about. And she says that she has to support him even though it's totally illogical. Miranda says that she, she would have no problem supporting him if it was a real dream like opening his own bar. Mm. Um, dun, 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 dun. But she says this is silly. And Carrie says, isn't that what couples do, support each other's silly dreams? And then Miranda's like, you're asking me? Carrie in the voiceover says, later that week, Siobhan invited Samantha to go uptown and hear an artist that he was thinking of signing so we see sam and siobhan going into this event and they're like going through security carrie says in the voiceover although samantha has been in the club scene for years this was the first time she was expected to spread without at least the offer of a cocktail (laughs) because she's going through security but they're in the (laughs) club i've just i've just seen a spelling mistake in my notes and i've called siobhan (laughs) i've I've (laughs) called siobhan chino chino oh jesus this is not okay how's that even a mistake how did you get honestly the speed in which i type these notes is like so (laughs) aggressive because like there's so much to, to go through sometimes that it's just like sheer panic yeah um but it's not chino so it's siobhan So they're in the club and Siobhan is introducing Sam to all these people in the music scene, uh, like DJs and artists. And Carrie continues and says, within a matter of minutes, Samantha felt at home in Siobhan's world. And then we see Samantha and Siobhan spooning in, in, in Sam's bed. Carrie says, within a matter of hours, Siobhan was at home in Samantha's home. And they're like in bed and they're talking about music and she asks him where he got his earrings from and he says tiffany's what why have i why have i found that relevant (laughs) 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 he got his earrings with tiffany's okay anyway samantha says like i hope you can sleep in a little like meaning in the morning and that's not something that samantha usually does no samantha's usually like get him in get him out Yeah, but Carrie says in the voiceover, Samantha rarely asked a man to stay over, but she couldn't resist. Okay, that's why I've said it, because she couldn't resist having breakfast with his Tiffany's. Oh, there (laughs) you go. I wondered why I'd found that relevant, (laughs) (laughs) Tiffany's. I was like, why is that relevant? So then we see Carrie and Aiden on the stoop. The stoop, classic stoop. But now it's with Aiden so like there's nothing more perfect than yeah. a stoop scene with Carrie and Aiden mm-hmm. she says in the voiceover one of the reasons people risk the possible horror of the first date is the possible magic of the goodnight kiss at the front door they're talking and he's talking about Pete being obsessed with Carrie mm-hmm. and Carrie says I have a confession I'm not a designer I'm a writer and she says I only lie about furniture, nothing else. At this point, she pulls out a cigarette and he's like, oh, you smoke? And she says, oh, just a little. And then she says in the voiceover that the minute I heard the lie come out of my mouth, I realized just how much I liked him. So from the start, this whole Carrie and Aiden situation is based on lies. literally it does not start on a great note at all (laughs) it doesn't like she I'm sorry but this time is like the perfect time to just be like yeah you know it's like the second time I know she likes him but like you've gotta you've gotta just be yourself Mm. but she's not she's lying she's lying to poor Eden liar (laughs) she says if it bothers you I'll just and then she just throws it on the street and then he goes in to kiss her. He start to kiss, but he like pulls back and he's like, oh, I can, I can smell the cigarette, which is not nice. No. And she goes to get a mint, but he says, look, I don't want to be a jerk, but I can't date a smoker. In the voiceover says, I couldn't believe what my crush was saying. I was crushed. Later that night, I couldn't help but wonder when the hell did dating become so dump friendly? what happened to the time when a bad kiss or a cigarette or even a ridiculous dream was just part of a person's portfolio in today's volatile dating market is it wise to liquidate certain stocks at the very first sight they might not perform as well as expected or are there certain things one should try to negotiate in relationships what are the deal breakers there's so many <laughs> i know cause there are so many too many <laughs> i think the thing is though sometimes we can be we can have this like person in our head of like pure perfection so i think sometimes deal breakers like what are real deal breakers versus like what are really shallow like superficial superficial deal breakers because there's also the really obvious ones yeah would you would you break up with someone if they or not break up but would you like stop seeing someone as soon as you find out they smoked well that's what I was just thinking of and it's like I, it 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 depends on the person and also what you're looking for because if you are looking for a long-term relationship where your goals and your what's the word like your value not values but like you're just you align with somebody Mm -hmm. then something like that is going to be an issue but if you're just like this is fun this is temporary this is whatever that's not so much of a of a an issue i think whenever you don't want to kiss your like partner then that's a problem (laughs) well yeah but i also just feel like i just feel like nobody smokes anymore (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Do, I know people, people do. Vape. I, yeah, that's true. But that's different. It's just, it's not. It's, it's still, still disgusting. It is, but it's not like a cigarette is a cigarette. Yeah, no, I, 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 I honestly, I don't know. I don't think I know anybody who actually smokes like cigarettes. Hmm. Not, not in 2023. No, no, it, it is all vapes. Although I genuinely think, and sorry if I'm offending anybody who vapes. But I think it is like, a, uh, like a trend, like people are doing it for a trend to be seen. I don't know, just fit in with the crowd. But it's like anything, like people. I mean, people smoke because it was like a trend, because it was like the thing to do. Like after you've had a meal, you go out and you talk and you socialize and you've got the cigarette and that. You know. Yeah. Everything is. I, I just feel like everything is. Yeah. I'm just I don't know. You don't just go. Oh, I'm gonna start smoking just because like it's always i just feel like it's always brought on from another habit of yeah we cut back to charlotte and the guy that licked her face i actually don't know his name the face licker we shall name him carrying the voiceover says never want to trade a stock before it had matured a determined charlotte decided to teach bad how to kiss I think his name is Brad, but I think she says bad as, like, a joke. Right over the head, that one. Oh, gotcha. Oh, funny, Carrie. I know, I was like, at this point, what does that mean? What does that mean? (laughs) Anyway, she's telling him that, like, they're kissing, and she's saying, I really like it when you lightly touch your lips on mine. And she's walking him through what to do. And Carrie in the voiceover says, with just a little negotiating... Brad's stock suddenly began to rise so it's like it's when she's explaining it's like good but then it just instantly goes back to him licking her face but Charlotte is just like stop she says I can't do this Brad you're a bad kisser and walks away <laughs> but I feel like that just is straight up that is you know what she she tried but they're like mm, she did. Bad kisser is just like absolutely yeah. not. Goodbye. Especially it's not even that he's a bad kisser, he's literally like licking her face. Yeah, he's not even kiss he's not even kissing her. <laughs> Carrying the voiceover says, and downtown at Marty Mendelssohn, some other people were experiencing a much more successful first kiss. So it's stanny and Marty. Oh god, I kissing. forgot about this. I know I know I did until I just (laughs) glanced down and I saw the word and I was like holy fuck but yeah so they kiss in and they go into the bedroom where we see that Marty has a, a room full of porcelain dolls which is traumatizing on every level it's not just a room it's his bedroom well yeah it's his bedroom they're like they're just everywhere though and Stanford does not know what to say. And also, the, some of the dolls are on the bed. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Marty is like, you know, help me clear clear out the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just... It's just so... Like, honestly... I would run. I would it. run if I was Stanford. Absolutely. Carrie says in the voiceover that Stanford wondered if he was enough of a queen to make love to a queen who collected queens. And uptown at Fusion, Samantha was feeling a bit like a queen herself. So she's on a date with Siobhan. They're really sweet together. Yeah. She really likes him and he really Mm -hmm. likes her. It's actually really cute. Adina comes over saying that their aunt is at the restaurant, but she's leaving. So she says to Siobhan, like, go and say goodbye. And he says, oh, I'll introduce them to Samantha. But Adina is like, no, no, you go, and I'll stay and talk to Samantha. Adina asks what's going on. She asks Samantha, what's going on with you and my brother? And Sam says, well, we're dating. And Adina says, oh, well, you're not just fucking. And Sam says, well, not any of your business, but no, we're not just fucking. We really like each other. And Adina basically says that she doesn't approve, and she has a problem with her only brother going out with samantha adina doesn't want sam to date siobhan because she's white and she wants her brother to date somebody who's part of their own community and somebody who understands what it's like to be a black person which is fair enough but obviously sam isn't very happy about that so then adina's just saying like it's how i feel just save everybody the time and trouble and just end the relationship now before anybody gets hurt we cut to the girls at the diner so Sam is telling the girls about it and she's saying that Siobhan is very sweet and he happens to have the biggest and then Charlotte jumps in and says the biggest cock we know he has the biggest cock and Sam says I was gonna say heart (laughs) but but Charlotte is mortified yeah but then does she not say but then but now you say it like (laughs) yeah yeah something like that but sam says that she's not backing down and carrie says that sam is right she shouldn't have to sacrifice who she is because somebody else has a problem with it and then she says like me smoking too bad that aiden has a problem with it but you have to accept people for who they are but then miranda is like you you choosing cigarettes over a cute guy and Carrie's like he's not he's not that cute but Miranda <laughs> says you bought furniture he was that cute and Carrie is like all for him to dump me over like a tiny thing but then everybody kind of jumps in and Charlotte says you know it's not a, a tiny thing it's dirty it's disgusting and you're killing yourself and all the girls are nodding because yeah it's not a, it's not a healthy habit and yeah they don't want that for Carrie but Charlotte says we all hate it we just we just put up with it because we love you but now there's a reason to quit you know you should quit he says that she'll quit when she wants to quit and it won't be because some cute guy told her to and then she's like right (laughs) looks at Samantha Sam says no you know fighting a battle for Siobhan is one thing but like there's there's no reason to hold on to such a nasty habit Mm -hmm. so we cut to Carrie and Stanford (laughs) and they're like (laughs) Drinking and smoking, and she says it's all total bullshit, you know. There's nothing wrong with cigarettes, and Stanford is smoking and he's like, There's nothing compared to these dolls. (laughs) Stanford says that I really like him. And Carrie says, Well maybe you should reconsider. Bad advice. Somebody has Mm. fucking porcelain dolls. Yeah, run for your life. Run. Um, let us know if you have a porcelain doll collection. (laughs) In your bed. No, don't. Like let I think it's the inner bed. I don't want to bed. fuck with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean just anywhere, but specifically in your bed. Yeah. Carrie says like maybe you should reconsider, and she says when was the last time you had a crush on someone who asked you out? And I was like, fucking bitch. I know, I know. Like, honestly. Rude. Carrie says that maybe she could quit temporary until she sees what's up with her and Aiden. We cut to the, to the next Saturday morning, Steve is ready to go to the basketball court but Miranda is working, like I can't go, um, she's behind on this work thing and they get into a fight because Steve is saying you know how many things you know have I been to, how many law things have I been to for you and now it's my turn for you to do something for me and she's too busy. So he calls her out for being pessimistic about the whole thing and and just in general. And he says, if this is going to work, I need you to believe a little more and I need you to believe in me, even if it is fucking stupid. And Miranda just looks really sad because she's realizing that, yeah, she does need to be a bit more optimistic Yeah, and she can't always be headstrong. Yeah you know logical sometimes you've just gotta go with steve's dream yeah of his like and his like optimism and you know yeah because it's not like he, he yeah we all know it's the the chances of it happening are low but she just needs to at least be supportive yeah and let him just let him just do it yeah we then see miranda go to the court and steve like clocks her and smiles <laughs> and then she like walks onto the court and she's shouting she's like okay hot shot show me what you got <laughs> and she's like his cheerleader oh it was cute i love this scene. i know it was so cute and he goes to take the shot he's like this is gonna be it but he misses so carrying the voiceover says steve never did win the big money at madison square garden but having miranda show up for him made him feel like a million bucks and yeah Miranda looks for a second like she's she's kind of holding in and I told you so yeah but instead she is shouting like you were robbed do over like (laughs) then we see Carrie going into Aiden's store and she has another flower like the flowers are really everywhere this season like she is getting into them she really is But she tells Aiden, since you gave me a good negotiation on the chair, maybe I could negotiate a deal for you on the smoking. She says, she was thinking about quitting anyway, so why not now? Wash it? Wash it? Another lie. Another lie. lie? He says, can you do that? And she says, you must think I'm more of a smoker than I am. I only (laughs) have a cigarette with cocktails. And I'm like, stop. Another lie. like, the lie detector right now is, like, ding, ding, ding. Um, but, yeah. So, Agent says that he's almost done. And, like, after, after he's finished, like, want to grab a coffee. So, Carrie says in the voiceover, the second I heard him say coffee, I knew I kind of wanted a cigarette. So, mm-hmm. it's not good. Not good. But she says, you know, I'd love to. So, cut to them, walk in the street at night. And... Carrie in the voiceover says, It was one of those great early dates when you have so much to say that coffee turns into a movie and a movie turns into a long walk. And a long walk turns into the beginning of cold turkey rehab. Aiden says, Do you want to grab some dinner? But she says in the voiceover, I was completely ready to trade in my crush when it dawned on me just how much I was willing to give up for a cigarette and the kiss. And then a couple walk past the smoking, and Carrie is like trying to inhale the smoke. that yeah. literally She's is like, like yeah, it, yeah, like sucking it all. Up. It's so bizarre. Yeah, it's yeah, but she really is like trying to get her fix. And then we see Marty and Stanford and the dolls, God. and he's he's introducing more dolls to Stanford like they have names, they have outfits, like it's a lot. (laughs) Carrie says, meanwhile, back in the valley of the dolls, Stanford decided there was something even more rare than a porcelain French face, his passion. He tries to like start to have sex with Marty on the bed, but obviously the dolls are all on the bed. So they're like kissing and like rolling around (laughs) and one of the dolls gets accidentally kicked off the bed and we hear it. Break and Marty is fuming, and Carrie says to Marty Mendelson, "A broken face was a deal breaker." So I think it's safe to say that that's the end of Marty and Stanford. Thank God for that. Like if if that hadn't have happened, how long would that have gone on for (laughs) with the dolls? I don't want to know. No, I don't want to know. Yeah. I don't want to. I know. don't want to know if the dolls ever get involved because I think that that's possibly where it could have got to. I I genuinely think so. And I'm glad that Stanford didn't have to go through that. I'm glad that we didn't have to go through yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, as an o- as audience, yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We cut to Sam and Siobhan in a club, dancing, and Carrie in the voiceover says that uptown Samantha was about to go face to face with her own deal breaker. So. We see that Adina is there too, and he comes over and he says, ''So, what's my favourite girl drinking?'' And But they both answer. <laughs> and it's just like this awkward moment because they both, they both answer. I think Yeah, and he, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, he instantly is like, ''Oh!'' <laughs> and he just is coming right up and goes off to the bar. And when they're alone, Adina says to Sam like, ''What are you doing here? I told you I don't want you dating my brother.'' and Sam is like I'm a lovely person at least get to know me first then hate me (laughs) (laughs) but Adina and Sam end up in this very heated discussion and it turns into like a screaming match and Adina's telling Sam like you know you don't belong here you know you, you don't understand what I'm talking about and please leave you know stop dating my brother leave him alone and then Sam turns to leave she kind of realizes that if she's with Siobhan Adina is always gonna have these opinions and these thoughts and maybe that's a deal breaker so she turns to leave but then turns back around she says you don't have the right to tell me who I can and cannot fuck but then they literally start fighting like physically fighting Sam but it's like Sam pokes her. That's how she starts the fight. Pokes her, <laughs> and Adina like pulls Sam's hair, and it's just like it's not. It's a not a good situation. They get split up. Carrie in the voiceover says that seven hours into the world's longest date, all I could think was five more minutes, and I can dump this bozo and smoke the emergency cigarette I had in my purse. So it's obviously Carrie and Aden at dinner. And the waitress comes over and says, Do you want to see the dessert menu? But Carrie is like done at this point. Like she's tried to she's she's tried to stay out as long as possible. And she says instantly, she's like, Oh my god, I forgot I had a deadline. I've got to go. And she pegs it out. <laughs> she runs for the hills. Like she doesn't even take a jacket. She just runs. As soon as she gets out, she instantly lights a cigarette. But she drops it in like a puddle but it doesn't stop her because she like picks it up off the floor like she's crouching down and smoking it like basically sat on the floor and Aiden comes from around the corner and is like we've got we've got a little problem because she has been telling lies she is lying so then we cut back to Siobhan and Sam and he's saying how Adina has always sort of been there for him and he tells Sam that you mean the world to me but Adina is my blood so she kisses him as like a goodbye kiss and then Sam leaves that's the end of Siobhan and Samantha and then in the final scene we cut to Carrie in she's like looking in the bathroom mirror and she says in the voiceover it was too bad I had to end it but that's the way it goes I guess we had some good times together and I'm pretty sure we could have had more but it's over so at this point you're like what's she talking about she's talking about Aiden yeah but then we see she takes a pack of cigarettes and flushes them down the toilet and yeah she says in the end I really did it for me I just hope he's worth it and then she like puts on a cigarette patch on her arm I was just like, and in that moment, I was like, why the fuck have you just flushed cigarettes down the toilet? I know. Can What you is do wrong? That? <laughs> no, you cannot do that. Like, Don't do that, people. Don't do that. Don't smoke it's to like begin like, with, but don't. I know. Especially don't do it's that. It's like it was like drugs or something. <laughs> yeah, but it literally was. Oh my god, but like the episode where we meet Aiden is here. Like, can we just dress that? So much is gonna happen now. So much is gonna happen. Are we, I know, are we ready for the wild ride of season three? It just, they, but this, this, how Carrie and Aiden, like me and all of like the lies that she's telling, and I know she's not doing it from like a bad place, but she keeps lying to yeah. him and it's just, stop. And it doesn't stop. It Aww. doesn't stop people, in case she didn't a know. It worse, actually. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just a little bit worse. I mean, it should have been a red flag for Aiden mm. from the start, really. His deal breaker. Yeah, that she lied. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like... Mm. Red flag it, everywhere. Absolutely. Like, a lie that... I mean, lying in general, whether it's a small lie... A big lie it's still a lie exactly because if someone can lie that easy for something small you know what there's i mean there's a there's a problem yeah 100 yeah. percent. well there you go not season two season three episode five no ifs ands or buts great episode thank you katie you did a good good job thank you you know what you know what we're getting there with this season three storyline and my god are we about to go on a journey so much to happen and we are excited for you guys to come along with us oh my gosh thank you for listening thank you bye bye